Okay, so the first recording was a success and it's actually up and running. And now that I figured some stuff out, I think I'd just rather get this second one in really quick. Uh, it's going to be another long one, but I guess that's what my podcasting is for. I'm going to have some really long ones because I got a lot to say. And I don't want to do it on YouTube. YouTube is going to be the really, really, really condensed version of this stuff. Um, but I figured podcast is a little bit better because ain't nobody got time to be sitting on YouTube for an hour when they could just do a podcast in their head and headphones, you know, and they don't have to stare at me for an hour. But anyways, touching, let me touch back on the sports real quick. It was the Lakers, Dodgers, Raiders, UFC, not too much of them to boxing. Uh, that was just a recap. Um, music, it's definitely heavy metal. Through and through, I can at a later date, and as I do album reviews, you know, seeing where this goes, you know, like I said, some of this stuff's gonna be on YouTube, so maybe it won't be here. But basically, on the music end of things, it's the heavier it gets, the the louder, the the faster, the more you could picture yourself headbanging. Um, I'm a total. On the heavy metal side of things, um, I mosh, I used to mosh a lot more than I do now. Um, there's just nothing like, and I actually want to talk about moshing maybe in another podcast later, but there's just nothing like sizing up a dude and just chucking a foot to his, to his head or shoving somebody, picking them up off their feet. And throwing them into somebody else. It's just nothing like that feeling. And there's no music that captures that aspect quite like some sort of aggressive death metal. You know, old suicide silence. And old hate breed and bleeding through. And old Pantera and, um, you know, Slayer. You know, God Hates Us All. That album was golden. You know, there's just nothing like that kind of music. Anywhere I think in the world, I think a lot of the world despises that we make that music. But to me, it's it's what it is. It's it's golden sauce. It's you know, there's a lot of stuff in the world to be angry about, and if you let it eat eat you away, you know, in your home, at your work, and you don't have an outlet for it, and you're sitting there listening to really pop songs about being happy and being in love and fairy music. And oh, everything's so happy, and I can see that's why a lot of people, you know, run around and kill each other. I mean, I'm not to put it in such drastic context, but I can see that. I can see people going postal because they don't have an outlet. And I'm not saying that I take out all my aggression. I'm some happy person. You know, my day-to-day lives because I listen to heavy metal and I mosh once in a while. No, that's not even the case. But you know there's just something about heavy metal for me that just struck me since like I said since probably I was in the 4th or 5th grade um it's just what it is it's heavy metal all day I'm still listening to music uh like I said just like on the last episode has ended um and I touched on it briefly I had just went to the last Vans Warped Tour and growing up Ozfest was always the dominant one for me Vans Warped Tour had too many Blink-182 bands. 
It was a bunch of corny bands that were just corny through and through. There wasn't any bands of my interest in, you know, I wasn't even interested in going to the Warp Tour. They would occasionally get a band, one uh, one band, like, oh, like, look, that band's there, like, but I'm not going to pay 50 bucks to go snooze it, you know, all day to catch one band for 30 minutes and then leave, you know, who wouldn't, who's doing that? While Ozfest at that time had dynamite lineups, um, absolutely bonker lineups, like, Crazy, the craziest American head charge, you know, Otab, uh, Mudvayne, Demu Borger, Slayer, Cradle of Phil, Throwdown, Haybreed, Bleeding Through. Like, they had, like, most of the bands that I liked, I've seen them in Ausfest once. Slipknot, uh, most of the bands that I like would play Ausfest. Like, especially if they were littler or younger bands. But, anyways, like I said, I just. Went to the Vans Warp, the last Vans Warp tour here in Pomona. Uh, back in June it was not even a month ago, I don't believe. And I knew the three or four bands that I was going there to see: Kublai Khan, Harm's Way, which I had I just recently gotten to this year, uh, Chelsea Grin, who I've known about for quite some time, but they constantly on the regular get the short end of the touring stick. Um, and Unearth. You know, those are some bands that are, if you even, I don't know what you guys look up music on YouTube, those bands, or you Spotify them, or you go on any sort of Pandora, and you type in those bands, those bands are absurd. They're heavy, they're right up my alley, they're they're golden. Now, being there, um, there's always surprises, you never know what you're going to watch, um, for me, the best band that I watched that had no idea who they were, and I have since been nonstop just trying to get as much of their music into me as I can, is a band called Wage War. They're from Florida. I had no idea who they were, but they completely blew. They blew me away in the sense that, like, yeah, they're really good live. They're heavy. Didn't I didn't expect that heavy. Um, they had a little bit of singing involved with it, which to me doesn't strike me as odd. But coming home and actually listening to their songs on Spotify, um, and then seeing them live, and just now it's like, okay, they have two albums. One just came out in recent dish times, and it's like, wow, this band is really, really good. Uh, another man that blew me away was Sharp Tooth. Uh, I have no idea who they are. Didn't have any inclination to who they are uh, prior to like a month ago. But they blew me away. It's a chick. Uh, and I want, don't even want to use that term, a chick. It's a lady. Um, she's the leader of the band. She's the, you know, the front, the front woman as it was, as it is. Uh, but she completely, you know, has control of the band. And that band is absolutely bonkers as well. Um, go on to Spotify, look up Sharp Tooth, and all you got to do is listen like the first two songs and realize that um, they're not no ordinary band. Hopefully their careers take off and go places because they 
that group is wild. Um, you know, heavy LGBT presence, uh, in your face, aggressive, you know, this, it's what, it's what's, it's what's supposed to be hardcore punk and heavy metal. Talking about topics that people want to want to talk about, but then doing it in such a way, it's in your face. You know, you got something wrong, you know, about a certain aspect of society, and you want to say a vulgarity, you know, and you, you don't want to tuck it away and hide it and flower it up and try to be civil about it. Heavy metal is where it's at. You got, some, you got something to say. You can't stand your local church. The police are, you know, killing your your family in the streets. Heavy metal is where it's at. You really want to get to the nuts and bolts of things and, and be inspired to do something about it. But anyway, Sharp Tooth is really good. Um, like I said, I was a fan of Chelsea Grimm, but they also blew me away as well. Uh, I think they had a, a lead singer change recently, and the, the new lead singer fits that band so well. Um, the songs that they have are just straight up violent. Uh, there's no other way to put it. It's, they're right up my alley. Um, the one sneak surprise band that kind of blew me away too, and it's only because I'm I'm a bit of an elitist myself when it comes to music. Is a band called Motionless Motionless in White. Uh, I've been actively avoiding that band because their their presentation it reminds me a lot of like a Samira Manson, and it 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 reminds me just of like. You don't expect that band to be as heavy as they are. And I actually never took the time to sit there and listen to a whole album. Because I was like, man, this is just another one of those bands, new metal bands. But they're in a newer setting. Maybe it's like a throwback. You know, those bands prop up like the Black Veil Brides. Which I didn't think was half bad either. But I'm not... They didn't blow me away. They were good, but... They're not my cup of tea either. And they actually fit the bill of what they're trying to do. They look like a retro 80s hair metal band. And they actually sound like that. And it's not half bad music. As a matter of fact, they actually have a lot of bands. They were the main band closing in Pomona. But they're not my cup of tea. And I don't really care. I'm not going to go and download their music. It's just what it is. But motion, Motionless and White blew me away of how heavy they were. Um, for the image that I had built in my head as to who they were and whatnot, they were just like, 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 damn, I like completely, I blew it. But whatever, whatever, it's not, neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, that's like I said, I'm trying to now catch up on all this music. Harm, Harm's Way's got four or five albums that I hadn't heard of. I'm trying to listen to Kubla Khan has other ones. That I'm trying to listen to as well. Sharp Tooth and trying to listen to their whole CD. Uh, or their whole album. And they have an album and a single. You know with like four. Three or four songs. Uh, Chelsea's Green's got a bunch of music that I needed to like brush up on. They just dropped a new CD as well. And Motionless and White has like four albums too. That I've, the, the one. Their newer one is really good. Um, like literally every song on that is, is a banger. 
And I'm like, well, I wonder if their old stuff is like that, but I haven't made it that far yet. So that's why I'm saying I have music to listen to for the rest of the year without even going to another show. But there's other shows going to pop up between now and December 31. So we'll see how how this plays out. Moving on past music. And I'm going to get to music again later, like my top bands, my top albums, certain bands, music reviews, things of that nature. But... I want to dive right into right now movies because movies is another big thing that I do. I do it often um, and people don't understand where I'm coming out with movies, how I like certain movies, why I want to go watch movies when they come out. But let me break it down to you. I am and will always be a kaiju fan. That includes... To me, kaiju is a loose term, but it includes, um, obviously it includes Godzilla. Let me just start there. Kaiju, to me, is defined by big animals, monsters, whatever you want to call it. Um, Big things like that can't possibly exist. Well, I don't know if they can't possibly exist, but, and I'm going to break it down to this. Um, the movie The Meg, the Megalodon movie is coming out, I think, in August, like next month. I'm going to go watch it. Not because that movie looks good, not because of anything, but it's a, it's a freaking Megalodon. Who's, who is not, how could you not be entertained by some big shark that shouldn't even be that's bigger than like a house, you know, trying to eat you? Like, to me, that sounds like it's a corny, if you, if you were to run up to somebody like, hey, I'm going to make a movie about this airplane that eats people you would be like that's stupid but that would be something that i would be mildly entertained to go and watch but this is what this is this is the meg is a giant shark it's a megalodon if you've even seen the trailer for it jason's over there he's like oh my god that's a megalodon i don't know he says it in his accent it sounds funny but in the movie even i think it's supposed to be some sort of corny like cheesy movie because they have like this beach song playing over it and I'm like okay is it trying to be like Jaws but not serious but serious but whatever going back to it um Godzilla Godzilla's huge he's this entire time he's been bigger than skyscrapers he shoots you know breath out of his mouth that in the beginning when Godzilla's black and white probably when I first was introduced to him he melted buildings now it's an atomic breath. Now it's he scorches the land. Now in 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 Shin Godzilla, it's a, like a laser beam that goes from a laser to it um just sends out just it's like a dragon's breath. I don't know, and it's it's purple. I don't know what the people who are making Shin Godzilla were doing with his breath, but I understand that. He's got multiple variations of his bread, and Shin Godzilla, was, I think, was trying to encapsulate all of them, and then, you know, even shooting out of his dorsal fins, but that that's Godzilla. To me, he shoots breath out of his mouth, he destroys things, he's giant, he's huge. Uh, hopefully, they don't oxygen destroy him in his newer films, which I hope they don't, but you never know, um, but that's where I'm at. I like, that's what I like. It's, I've liked that since I was little. Um... Godzilla, I was little when Godzilla came out, and I don't know, I think it was in like the third grade, maybe the fourth grade, 
I don't really know the exact date that Jurassic Park came out in the movie theaters, but you cannot do better. And and I've had this conversation with a couple of friends. Jurassic Park, the first Jurassic Park, I don't know what Steven Spielberg... I don't know if he... It's almost a conspiracy because they don't make the dinosaurs that much more realistic looking than they did back in those days. And I was... I mean, that was... That was years ago. They have CGI. They have supercomputers. No, I don't know what the phrase is in the movie. Like, it's supercomputers, human thinking machines. They have that now. And seemingly movies can't make their dinosaurs, their kaiju, their megalodons. Even realistic looking. And Steven Spielberg had raptors. He had T-Rexes. He had all this other stuff. And he's just... When... I don't know... What his technique or tricks are. But that was... That movie is golden. To me... In my movie... Bank in my head. In my movie... Whatever you want to call it. My top... He's... That movie is top three. If not, maybe top... It might be the best movie I think I've ever seen. But that's hard. That's up for debate. That's up for debate because... Uh, things change. But it's definitely top three. Like... In any any nerd... Well, I mean, not any nerd. But most nerds, most people that are into... Things of that nature. Geeky stuff. Jurassic Park is one of those movies that everybody's seen. Everybody knows the story. They know the quotes. They... they watched it over and over they can tell you where the bloopers are in the movie Jurassic Park is one of those movies and I think just in all of American general like that movie was perfect and I don't know if, what it scored on Rotten Tomatoes or anything but that movie is perfect for me like I don't think there's a bad line in the movie I don't think there's a bad scene as a matter of fact uh, that movie almost has me believing that we can make dinosaurs out of uh, dino DNA stuck in mosquito amber or stuck in mosquitoes trapped in amber mix it with frog DNA and we can get dinosaurs that's how good that movie and how well thought out and how well written it is it's incredible but that was that came out I, I think I was in I, I don't know third grade fourth grade fifth grade that movie was so good um, it just is one of those things like I knew like big dinosaurs, uh, kaiju. This is just where I was at. War of the Gargantuans, um, Mothra, Rodan, like all of that is just gold for me. It's just a treasure trove of like endless goodness. And moving forward, you know, Beast Wars was like past that a little bit, I think. Uh, I moved into Transformers heavily. You know, Transformers had a good run up until recently, which I don't know what they're doing. But And a lot of people give a lot of flack for the first three attempts at it. And really, parts one, two, and three of the Transformers universe, I, I don't really think they were that bad. I think a lot of people want it to be this thing that it's not. Like... 
it's supposed to be fun. And Michael Bay, and people hit and give him a lot of flack too, but he does what he does. He blows stuff up. It's a lot of armies, a lot of technical. If you if you take off part one, you take off the original Transformers, and it's part three, that movie is like beyond great. If you pick, if you take away stories one, you just jump into story two, and that's where the story starts. You know that movie again is great. So the the flack that a lot of people got with it, I I get it. I mean it's the movie's not perfect. The stories don't make sense. Things are just here, there, and everywhere. But it to me it's just whatever. That they're nitpick, you're nitpicking at that point. Um. But pretty much, Transformers, Kaiju, uh, Power Rangers, things like that. Uh, moving into like the Matrix, that you know, those are golden movies for me. Uh, even now, Pacific Rim, the new King Kong. I love what they're doing with Godzilla and his monster universe. They're giving, giving him the proper treatment nowadays and I don't know what was going on with my boy you know I think it's Roland Emmerich I think that's how you said uh I don't and, and much to his credit I don't got anything like really against Godzilla 99 I don't like the fact they killed off Godzilla but you know he did have a baby and there was going to be multiple Godzillas. And that was a kind of interesting take on things. That there would have been... The whole planet would have been... Absorbed by... Godzilla-like creatures are just completely decimated by it. You know, he shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have killed out... And those, all those babies should have hatched... To maybe where, yeah, we would have had a nuke... The entire continent... Off the face of the planet. You know, to save us from extinction. That would have been a dope movie but he wasn't gonna go in that direction either he killed off Godzilla which I kind of get uh now that I'm older I'm like well the military's got nukes they've got laser beams we've got tanks that are almost indestructible we've got bunker piercing drones so how could a monster that's let's say even let's go to max 300 feet tall weighing an incredible you know 10 million pounds with six foot thick hide and another six foot layer of muscle you know let's just put something like that out there like okay you tell me telling me that we don't have as a country in the world that we don't have if we threw four you know bunker busting warheads at it you know at it in the same exact spot that we, and we can do with you know laser sights and all of that that we wouldn't be able to penetrate an animal that size you'd have to say yes whether the animal could dodge it you know if it gets hit by one and you know you know swiftly change course or bury itself underground that's another story but I think if you logically if you somehow trap a big beast of Godzilla size or King Kong size you know, if you chase King Kong up to the Empire State Building today and you send eight, you know, sidewinders at it and they all hit, uh, you not only do you knock him off the building, you probably killed him before he even fell to the ground. Um, 
that's just my thoughts about big creatures. But you know, it's still a good, it's still a good, you know. And I think the person I can't think of his name off the top of my head that made the new Godzilla, Godzilla twenty fourteen. Um, there was other there was other monsters, so it wasn't just the army teeing off against Godzilla. And then they, the other monsters were actually more of a threat because they were EMPing whole cities, uh, knocking out power, knocking out grids. You know, you don't want to leave yourself vulnerable like that, especially when there's just a creature running rapid. So Godzilla was able to sidestep the military in this movie. They were almost just there, which to me, I get, I get it. You know, these creatures are not going to just have a brawl in the desert while nobody does nothing. Um, Gareth Edwards is his name. So I get it, I get it, um, but I don't got nothing against that that iteration of Godzilla. I know everybody hates it, but I kind of don't get the flack either. You know, you're nitpicking it too much. Um, people hate it; they absolutely hate it. But I look at it as like this: we weren't gonna get a better version of Godzilla at that point in time. We weren't gonna get this dark brooding beast that is hell-bent on just destroying New York or destroying you know the weren't we weren't gonna get that we weren't gonna get some beast that just didn't have some sort of tie to the natural world as was the case of the original Godzilla was all the nuclear waste just piling up to this big beast no for an animal to exist, there has to be some sort of animal, which is Gareth Edwards even skirted the idea too. Well, okay, well he was like this alpha predator, and it existed just like that Godzilla Godzilla did in uh, Roland Emmerich's film. It was an iguana that they tested on. It just grew, just how how it is. I don't got nothing against that origin. Uh, I don't got nothing against he was swimming around New York he could tunnel could run through buildings I've been to New York myself it's dizzying um, there's a vast network of underground subways so to get lost it's kind of weird but it's not impossible not improbable um, I don't got nothing against that story either uh, my only problem is they killed him off but I can kind of see that now. That time went on. I get it. You could kill him off. Um, but that's not Godzilla. I mean, that's a good story as a as a Godzilla movie. Like, had there not been other iterations of Godzilla, like if it was just a whole new story, similar to like Clover in Cloverfield, the Clover monster, um, it's almost the same type of scenario. The, the military dropped what they thought was enough bombs to wipe it out. And the only difference between Cloverfield and 99 Godzilla is Cloverfield lived through, you know, the bombing of... They dropped, I don't know how many warheads on it. Um, that was the only difference. And then they just, that movie, Cloverfield ended just like that. Like, it didn't phase him didn't phase that beast and he just as a matter of fact just got more pissed off which it, which is how Godzilla 99 should have ended 
But that's another debate for another day. Uh, moving along. M- movies. I myself and out of the kaiju, and like I watch a lot of kaiju movies. Uh, the other stuff I watch a lot of is a lot of comedies. I'm always looking for comedies. Um, people are into horror movies. There hasn't been a good horror movie since The Ring and since The Grudge. And I don't care how many paranormals you're going to make. I don't care about The Conjuring. I don't care about Insidious. I don't care about uh, the one that came out earlier this year, The Hereditary. Garbage. Garbage. I don't care how many you're going to remake Halloween. Garbage. I'm sick of horror movies being total trash. Uh, Insidious Part 1 was the last semi-decent horror movie. Scary movie, if you want to even use that term. And I'm only going to give three quarters of the movie credit. Because once it got to the astral realm, and I can't stand this, it turned into... It turned into like the movie ran out of money and it just looked like you were going on Halloween through a maze at your local your local um, Walmart parking lot. Like it looked like a Halloween maze just like that. And the movie was so good up until I was like like it was two different movies. I was like, what happened? Why does the astral plane look like a joke? And to me that's just what that that left a bad taste in my mouth. I didn't even see Insidious 2. I know there's an Insidious 3. And I think there's even a fourth. But I'm not even watching it because it's retarded. And I don't even want to say that that term. But there is no other term to describe movies that are trash. They're just trash. The Conjuring is trash. Annabelle. The doll movie. Chucky was not even supposed to be... Chucky was more gore than it was scary. It's more... More 80s, unbelievable type of movie than it was a scary movie. Child's Play was not... I mean, mind-boggling. Those movies were... In the movie, the horror movies today are trash. Comedies. There has been great comedies. And comedies have taken a step back these last couple years. But comedies, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, Forgetting Sarah Marshall... Get him to the Greek. Oh man, dude. Um, Blades of Glory. Napoleon Dynamite. Nacho Libre. I mean, there was a wealth of comedies for. You know, I haven't seen any good comedies lately. Uh, the original. And I think even part one and part two of um, The Hangover. There's some good comedies, but the horror movies are lacking. Uh, I can get into comedies later, but I'm not. I'm going to get to where I wanted to go. Uh, which is action movies. Because everybody likes tuning off their noggin and just seeing explosions and cars and fights and stuff like that. And there's no better king of the jungle, granddaddy of them all, than Marvel. I myself have always been a Marvel fan. I know this is hard to accept for a lot of people, but Marvel is completely trampling DC into... Oblivion. DC fans are going to tell you otherwise, but it's not even close. Not close on any level at all. Marvel's down to like their 
their trading cards right now are good. And it goes in cycles. I get it. I sat through um, the small window that was uh, Batman, uh, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises, or whatever, whatever those movies were. I saw all three of those. And I think in chronological order, if you go, I don't know if it's Batman Begins. The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. The first one is trash. The one with Joker is trash. The only good one was the one where he fight where he fought Bane and lost a little bit, but then Bane let him able to escape his his dungeon to come back and kick his ass. But it goes three, two, one as as the order of it going good to eh to just a basic a snore fest. Batman Begins was boring. He fought Ra's al Ghul for like two seconds. Boring. Uh, the Scarecrow was... Was... Nah. Uh, I, I personally didn't like Harvey Dent. I didn't like Two-Face, the way they made him. Uh, the story is absolutely all over the place and trash. Uh, how everybody knows who Batman is. And I don't get that one bit. Because Batman's supposed to be this secret superhero that nobody knows he was Bruce Wayne. But everybody knows who he is. And the same, the same in uh, when he fights Bane. The only difference is Bane actually went toe to toe with him, broke his back, should have beaten him, and but he left the window open. So it's whatever. Moving back to Marvel. Marvel has been on an absolute terror. Um, I watched uh, The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. I love that movie. Uh, I watched. The original Iron Man 1, I seen it in theaters. I was like blown away that they were going to do the Avengers. I was like, wow, they're really going to do bring S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Avengers. Like, oh, that's so cool. Like, when are we going to see all these people on screen? Um, they did Thor, which I think Thor wasn't that bad of a movie either. You know, Thor the first one. I don't know what it's called off the top of my head. But then you get into Captain America, the first Avenger, which was which is a really good movie. He fights Red Skull. Uh, I myself, I don't like Iron Man because I kind of feel like he's kind of like Batman, even though he's different. But I'm like, well, money isn't a superpower, even though they make it so in the movies. Um, the Hulk is what he is. Um, you know, the Dr. Jekyll, or, you know, that, uh, Mr. Hyde, Dr. Jekyll thing. Whatever. I think I had that mixed up. But that story to me is whatever. And Thor Thor reminds me a bit of Superman. Where he's a god. He can't really be killed. So literally he should be able to just walk around and beat everybody. But he doesn't. So the only one of the Avengers that to me that really stands out is Captain America. Now Captain America is not my favorite Marvel character. But he is probably my favorite Avenger. The Captain America the first Avenger blew me away. He was a scrawny kid. He was getting his he's getting his ass kicked all over. Uh, they juiced him up. They gave him some roids, and voila, he's over there fighting Hitler. What greater story than that? Um, or fighting the Nazis, as it was. Uh, moving along, Iron Man Two comes out, uh, and then it's boom. Here we are, Avengers One. It's Loki squaring off against the Hulk, squaring off against Iron Man. It, you know, there's no better 
when they when the camera circles around the Avengers, and it's it's the Black Widow, it's Hawkeye, it's Captain America, it's the whole squad. You know, and Cap's over there. You know, you got eyes on buildings. You know, uh, get everybody. You know, he's giving out orders like it doesn't get better than that. And he's like hope smash like it doesn't get better than that man. It, it really doesn't. And I know even that's a bit corny, but they got out of the corny and they got into uh, serious, like really deep, um, deep stuff now. Like the villains, uh, I mean, there's Iron Man 3 came out, which was eh, but you know, the Winter Soldier, oh, that was a great movie. You know, Bucky, great villain. Um, and I don't even know if Bucky was the main villain in that movie. Or, or maybe he was. But anyways, The Winter Soldier was superb. Um, the scene where uh, Captain America's in the elevator in the beginning of the movie just as he's finding out they're going to like can him or want to arrest him or get rid of him. And he fights everybody in the elevator. That scene is golden. Uh, yeah, the... The Winter Soldier, that that is Captain America. I mean that, and he asks him, "Hey, are we gonna do this?" He knows what's going on. I mean that that whole scene is golden. Like whoever came up with that scene should never have to work again because that scene was just it was righteous. Moving along, we get Civil War. We got you know the Avengers two against Ultron, which I thought was good. I know a lot of people didn't like that we just Ultron came in for a second. And was out in the same movie. Um, I don't really got a problem with it. Uh, in reality, he is just a robot. How hard could it be to kill off a robot? Whatever. Moving on, we get the Black Panther involved. We get Civil War. Uh, Civil War was another great one. You can't get. I can't get over the airport. The airport scene. Um, that was golden. Doctor Strange was good. Um, the villains are getting better. You know, Black Panther was really good. Black Panther, the story was better than I think Black Panther, the villain. People give Michael B. Jordan a little bit too much credit. And it's just what it is. Moving into what I think is the culmination now of what Marvel's been doing and what they're going to do from now on and how they approach things. Um, Infinity War. I'm going to touch on this for a few minutes, but Infinity War, to me, is another one of those movies. It may be... It may be top three, too. I mean, I don't know, man. Going back from when I was watching the X-Men on Fox, you know, like, when I was a kid, and seeing, like, the superheroes lose seemingly all the time, but somehow they would win. This feels like that. This feels like I'm watching that X-Men on TV when it was Wolverine Gambit. Cyclops, Jean Grey, Professor X, Jubilee, um, Beast, squaring off against Magneto, and they couldn't actually beat him. Like, and it would be like week-long affair. Like, it would be on Monday afternoon, the first episode, and it wouldn't finish up till till Friday. You know, it was one of those things. The Infinity War gets everybody together. Guardians of the Galaxy, they get everybody in on it, and they lose. And not only do they lose, but half of the roster is gone. And 
you know, nobody knows what's going to happen. The next one comes out next May. But I guarantee you, it's... I'm, like, totally excited. Especially if you've watched Ant-Man and the Wasp and you see what happens at that one, it's golden. Like, you can't believe it. Like, wow, like, Marvel did their homework. Like, they they, they written that movie. Infinity War, I think I've seen it three times in the movie theater. And I haven't done that for a movie in quite some time. I think I think I've seen Godzilla like twice or three times in the movies, only because I was one of my heroes of all time too. Um, yeah, Infinity War was perfect. As a matter of fact, it's perfectly balanced. <laughs> um, yeah, Infinity War is what it is. I mean, from him killing Loki first thing um, to the snap that you hear. To the Hulk going full blown like I think the or not the Hulk Thor getting the I forgot what the name of the hammer is uh, or the, the axe that he has he threw that he throws at Thanos but nothing better than that. he actually hits him he throws it in his chest a little bit more but Thanos uh, snaps he literally snapped. Uh, the fight between Doctor Strange and Thanos, if you watch, it's like 10 seconds or 15 seconds of movie, is completely absurd, too. That's like every nerd. Uh, Thanos throws something at him, and Doctor Strange hadoukens back a glass room. I don't know what was going on. It's, it's golden. That, that, that is golden. Um... Robert Downey Jr., you know, Iron Man throwing out the jokes every little while. That's, you know, something him that's, that's grown on to me now. He's kind of quirky. It's it's fun watching him. Talking about Ben and Jerry's. Squidward, you know, whatever. The way Cap makes his entrance in the movie. He catches, you know, that spear. And he just emerges from the shadows. You know, that it doesn't get any better than that. And then he comes and handles business. You know, and the, the other two dip out. Um, when it's the Black Panther, it's Bucky, it's Captain America, and they're in their bubble, and they go to square off against the entire army of Thanos. I mean, come on. You know, I mean, come on, man. Like, it's not even fair. Like, I watched, I watched Batman v Superman, and, and there was so much talk, and so much, like, hidden backstory notes that people don't really get because they didn't have time to set anything up it was just a mess but Infinity War was not only not a mess but it was almost flawless almost flawless and that's why I have to say Marvel is way better than DC and literally every aspect right now um, But the, and then it fits into my bill too like you know, the Destroyer was a huge robot um, Thanos is big um Dormammu is huge. Uh, there's just things about it that to me is just like every it hits on every note that I like about movies, action, explosions, big robots, things of that nature, frost giants. I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, but that's where I'm at. Movies, it's comedies, it's action, it's kaiju, it's. I, I, sometimes you know, I, sometimes I throw on other random movies, but it is what it is. Uh, what's the other thing I want to talk about? I, I talked movies. 
talked a little bit about music. The other thing, video games. Um, I'm into video games. I still play them heavily. Uh, I can't say enough about Skyrim, Final Fantasy. Um, I play Pokemon. There's there's a ton of stuff there too. I mean, I personally have a PS4, but I don't hold no allegiance to it. I know there's a lot of PS4, Xbox, you know, rivalry. And there's the Wii in there, or maybe not the Wii anymore. Maybe it's um, Switch. But to me, the games are supposed to be what they're they're supposed to be what they are. They're supposed to be games. Supposed to be fun. I don't take too much stock into the to the rivalry of it. I myself. I'm really good at Guitar Hero. Absolutely killed Guitar Hero Metallic. I love that game. Um, like I said, another game I love is Skyrim. I haven't played a game that's on Skyrim's level since Skyrim. Um, Final Fantasy. I know another Final Fantasy came out. I think Final Fantasy 15. I have not played it. I don't have the time to play... It's really a time issue. I don't have the time to play, you know, Final Fantasy. I don't have the time to dump in 100 hours on those games. I just don't. And I and I actually, I do, but I, I don't a lot. So, I can't come home at night or from work and throw on five hours of video games and, and go to bed and do and wake up the next day and do it again. If I had a... a a job where I was at home working or if I wasn't working or whatever the case may be I guess I would but Skyrim's a game too you gotta dump in a, a hundred hours or more on it and I have it and I love it and you just get lost into the story and I do literally everything else on Skyrim other than play the main story because sometimes the main story is boring and the last thing I did, I walked up the giant mountain and we'll talk to the dude. He gives you power. Um, and but that's like the last thing I did. And I know that's very one of the very first things you can do is you have the ability to talk to the dragons. But there's so much other things to do. There's the joining uh, the Stormcloaks or the Imperials. There's becoming a wizard at the the College of Winterhold. Um, you can start doing the Daedra quest. I mean, there's a lot happening. And literally, you just walk around and you could just start doing things. Um, Final Fantasy is another one of those games. I know they gotten off that path, but I heard the new one was on that path. Where you could just turn on the game and just do things. Uh, like I said, I haven't played it, but Final Fantasy Nine, Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Eight, Ten. Um, I played, I think, 13. I think I played 12. Great games. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics is superb. Final Fantasy Tactics is another one. You can just play it in the first couple of areas you play and get lost. Um, 10-2 was a good game. There's so many. There's so much good in Final Fantasy. Um, and you can just build up characters over the other ones. Final Fantasy Night, there's a card game. Then there's a card game in 8. There's a chocobo racing in seven. Um, man, I, I, you know those took up a lot of my time back in the olden days. Uh, you know the RPGs, and and to this day I do play games. I've been playing Pokemon Go 
on my phone recently. I just actually didn't have him, but I just recently got back onto it. I play Words with Friends. Uh, I actually love Sudoku. I don't know if I'm even saying that right. Sudoku. Um, I love that. I love Sudoku. Uh, I was playing Minecraft for a little bit. Well, actually, for a long bit, but I don't know what happened. I just kind of stopped playing. Um, NFL Madden. You guys trying to run up some Madden. I got to dust off my Madden skills. But Madden's there. Um, what other games did I like? Soul Calibur was a huge Soul Calibur 3. Uh, fan Soul Calibur 3 was golden. When they first attempted to do it online, it kind of sucked. I don't know if they worked out that bug now, but Soul Calibur is absolutely golden in the game. I love that game. Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, old Street Fighter. Um, let me see what other games. Oh, God of War. Huge God of War 1 fan. I love God of War 2. Uh, haven't played the new God of War. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And to me, video games, it, it is what it is. I love video games. I play the ones that I like. People play other ones they like. Um, I'm not too much into racing, but I do love Mario Kart. Actually, I love mo most Mario games in general. Mario Parties, a banger. It's a solid banger. I don't know. A lot of people get caught up on Mario being corny, but if you've never played Mario Party with four people and you guys are slightly drunk or slightly high, then you're missing out. Um, Mario Galaxy is also another one that's absurd to play on the Wii. Um, yeah, video games are there too. I mean, I, I, I got stuck on Final Fantasy. Like, it took me a long time to get over those games. Playing Final Fantasy 7 for like what seemed like two or three years straight, trying to beat the Ruby and Emerald Weapon, I couldn't do it. But I, as on a game, I beat Final Fantasy, and not a lot of people did. Uh, I guess the Soul Calibur 2, I was really good at it. Uh, Mortal Kombat, I was good at it. Uh, what other games? What other games are there? NFL Blitz. Um. And I'm open to dusting off, you know, video games. I don't really play them often. I'm also, um, open to dusting them off and getting some new games. Uh, but I kind of, like, lost touch a little bit of games in general. Um, you know, it, and it, to me, I think it has to do with Modern Warfare and, Modern Warfare and Battlefield. I... At my height of shooting games, in Halo and games like that, where you shoot people, I was never good at it. I'm, I'm one of those guys, and only my brother could tell you. I could never. My kill death ratio is trash. <laughs> I get fourteen kills, but I'm gonna die twenty four. 20 times doing it it's almost better if I just not moved but then that's camping and people hate that and they kill me anyways so you might as well move um, very rarely do I ever get games where I'm like 20 24 kills in 10 deaths that that almost never happened so if I was to join your team on a shooting game you would probably want to kick me off 
Now, there's diff different variations because, you know, free-for-alls on games are what they are. For me, I like... Um, I'm not sure which one it is on Call of Duty, but you kill somebody and you get a different gun and you got to go through, like, 15 different guns before you get to the knife or you get to, I think, a sticky grenade. I don't know what you get at the end. But you have to kill a person with that one and that's how you win. That game's dope. Um, Sticks and Stones is good. And that's only because everybody has the same weapon, so there's not that much cheating involved in my eyes. Like, um... Team Deathmatch is what it is, but it's in free for all is what it is. Team, I don't know which one you guys like better. I myself like free for all because it's kind of hard if you don't recognize somebody right away and that they're on the other team and then they just start shooting at you, you're automatically dead. And that's just how it is in Call of Duty. But if it's a free for all and you literally see anybody, you could shoot them and they're going down. That's just how it is. Um, but then again, free-for-all, it's a little bit smaller of a crowd. Uh, people still cheat anyways. Uh, they know all the spots, so they're just waiting for you to run by and pick you off. So you never win those either. Well, I don't. Um, domination, meh. I don't really care for domination. I don't really care for capture the flag either because... People, all they do is just camp out in spots and just wait for you to go stand in the little circle. And then they just pick you off and then they get their streaks and then this is like, well, they're not even actually playing it. They're just trying to rack up like their kill-death ratio. The, the version of one that's good, I think, is if... Uh, if you're in the lead... Maybe that's Sticks and Stones. Where you're in the lead, you come up as a, the golden dot on the screen. That's kind of cool. And that way people can go and kill you. But at the same time, I'm not good at the shooting games, so I never win anything. Uh, they're pretty fun, I guess, if you're playing with a bunch of friends. But if you're just playing online, just trying to play by yourself, it's no fun. <laughs> I mean, some of, some of you guys out there might be professionals, but I'm not nowhere near that. And the last good games was Halo... Battlefield, and, and I don't really care if you're a Battlefield or Modern Warfare or Call of Duty fan. But I mean, just they're both equal and they're both whatever. I mean, Battlefield is a little bit more realistic in a sense, but and, and today in today's age, everybody's into Fortnite and uh, PUBG. I don't know if that's how you even say it. I'm not. I didn't get the invite. Fortnite went past me. There, I don't know. There are so many episodes or seasons into it. It's whatever. Uh, send me back to the Grand Theft Auto days, please, because those games are fun. You know, stealing cars and getting the cops chasing you is fun. Uh, but shooting games, I'm, I kind of suck at. So I, I think that's kind of why I don't play video games that much anymore. They don't make really good RPGs. They don't invest in it. Uh, I played The Last of Us. The Last of Us was really good, but it's a shooting game. But it's a zombie game. Um, I like Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead was fun. I actually played that recently with my brother. And all that we were doing was dying in, like, the very first... Um, the very first... 
areas of the game, I was like, man, we are not getting out the mall. <laughs> uh, and I like retro games too. The retro games are fun. I threw on A Link to the Past recently. I uh, played Mega Man for a little bit. Um, we played an old school Mario Kart. That was that was dope. But yeah, there's there. I like video games. Like I said, I need to dust off some video games. I haven't been on it recently. But as games come out, as you know, new games approach and games that I want to play. Like I really want to play the new God of War. I just haven't gotten around to it, and I wanted to get more onto this podcast. But as things happen, as things go, as people listen, chime in, what I should where I should take this or how things go. I mean, I'm open to ideas. And I'm always going to be open to watching movies and listening to new music. That that I do regularly. And I guess I can jump into video games. Um, and like I said, this is, this is a follow-up to the first podcast I did. So pretty much those are the things I'm going to be talking about. That's pretty much where I'm at. You guys can, get, you guys can pretty much gauge an idea of where I'm at. Uh, so pretty much any good uh, album that drops and I'm going to review and talk about rap rap and rappers as this goes on obviously it's not a priority for me right this second to talk about Drake because he's talked about it a lot anyways or Kanye because I don't really care to talk about them right this second but eventually I will whenever I have a thought about what it is they're doing and and speaking of Drake, he got murdered by Pusha T, and hopefully, finally, this is the crumbling of his uh, reign of terror as it is on music and his influence on music because it's trash. Drake needs to go already. I can't stand his half-hearted uh, hip-hop songs and his uber love songs and his corny love songs. Like it, it, it needs to go. Like, please, Kendrick. J. Cole, come in and slay him already. Get get him out of here. We're tired of him. People, most rappers are tired of him. Get him gone. I know he's a huge cash cow for dudes, but get him out. Dunzo, goodbye. Pusha, if you got any more dirt on him, drop it because uh, the world needs it. We need you to, to, to lay him to rest. Um, but yeah, as things go along, we'll, we'll, I'll see how this goes on. There's other stuff I'm missing. There's other key things. If you got something to say, chime in. Anyways, um, this is the second one. I'm going to post this. But I'm going to start hopefully trying to do these things weekly. Like I said, I'm going to run a vlog as well on YouTube. Uh, I just posted up one video there. Um, but I just started as well as things go on. Like I said, things will change. Anyways, you're listening to The D is Silent. Um... And I want to talk about the names I had, thinking about that later. But anyways, hopefully you guys stuck around to the end. That's the end of the second one. Really long. Uh, Stay tuned. I got more things coming your way. All right, laters.